A lot of us know Uhtred from the TV show The Last Kingdom. Here, we see him accomplish many incredible feats, such as slaying the great warrior Ubba, and fighting alongside Alfred the Great, being the sword and mind that allowed his kingdom to not fall to the Vikings. But Uhtred was very real, and was based from a man named Uhtred the Bold, the Elderman of Northumbria. The events in the show take place in the late 9th century, when England still had multiple realms and kings, but the real Uhtred was born in the 10th century, when England was a united land under one king. So let's delve into the life of the real Uhtred, and find out more about this mysterious figure. First, let's look at his ancestry and early life. Uhtred was the son of Waltheof, who was the Elderman of Bambara. Uhtred and his father's blood ran deep. Their ancient family had ruled from the castle at Bambara on the Northumbrian coast for generations. Nothing is known for certain about Uhtred's childhood, but being the son of an Elderman, he no doubt had a better childhood than most, being tutored in the art of war and diplomacy, and how to use the sword. Uhtred first appears in historical records in the year 995. According to Simeon of Durham, an English chronicler and monk, when the remains of St Cuthbert were being moved, Uhtred went to supervise this, and aided in clearing a site for a new cathedral to be built. Now this was of grand importance, as St Cuthbert was the patron saint of Northumbria, and many miracles were associated with him. For example, Alfred the Great, the King of Wessex, had a vision of St Cuthbert, urging him to fight on against the Danes. This inspired him to retake his lands, and after this, the kings of the House of Wessex became the kings of England. The cathedral where Cuthbert's remains were moved to was founded by Bishop Aldhun, and Uhtred would go on to marry his daughter. From this marriage, he would receive several estates that belonged to the church due to his help in what was seen as a task of paramount importance. Nearly a decade later, in the year 1006, Malcolm II, the King of the Scots, would march an army to Northumbria and would ravage and invade its lands. He even besieged the city of Durham, where St Cuthbert's remains resided. The King of England, Ethelred the Unready, was already dealing with Viking raids in the south, and was unable to send aid north. In addition, Uhtred's father was too old and frail to fight the Scots, and the elderman Alfhelm of York took no action, either out of cowardice or treachery, so it was left to Uhtred to take charge. Uhtred would take command of his father's men, and would lead his army against the Scots, the name of this battle has been lost to time, but it resulted in a victory for Uhtred and his forces. After this, Uhtred would be known as Uhtred the Bold, for his ferociousness in battle was something to behold. Many Scots would lay dead on the battlefield, and the local women of Durham would wash the decapitated heads of the Scottish warriors, getting them ready to be mounted on spikes as a reminder for them to never march south again. For Uhtred's bravery, loyalty and reputed warrior status, King Ethelred rewarded him by naming him the Elderman of Bambra 
even though his father was still alive. This was probably due to the fact that after the defeat of the Scots, his father's men were now loyal to him after seeing his prowess in battle, and because Uhtred was younger and could lead the troops of the north well, which is why he won that decisive victory. King Ethelred would also order the assassination of Elderman Elfhelm of York. This was done as Elfhelm could no longer be trusted and he chose to do nothing against the Scots. Once he was executed, Uhtred was rewarded with his lands and also succeeded him as the Elderman of York. This united northern and southern Northumbria under Uhtred's rule. For a brief time, there was relative peace. There were always continuous raids by the Vikings, but no all-out battles. But war was always close, as ambition and blood feuds would drive men mad for the lust of warfare. The year is now 1013, and King Swain Forkbeard, the King of Denmark and Norway, would invade England. He and his army sailed up the Humber and Trent River to the town of Gainsborough and left nothing but devastation behind them. Uhtred was no fool and realised that if his men faced King Swain's forces, it would mean his death and the death of all his men. So he put aside his pride and bowed to King Swain and gave him his oath. Swain would drive King Ethelred out of his own kingdom into exile in Normandy and Swain would be accepted as the King of England. However, after five short weeks on the throne, he suddenly died and Ethelred would return from exile and resume his kinship. Uhtred would once again return to the fold and gave his alliance to the Saxon king Ethelred. During this time, he also married Ethelred's daughter, El Gifu. Swain's son Canute remained in England however, and he wanted the crown and was willing to die for it. King Ethelred's son, Prince Edmund Ironside, rallied the English forces and in a surprise attack, drove the Vikings back to their longships. Canute barely escaped with his life and he had no choice but to sail back to Scandinavia. A few years later, Canute made his way to England at the head of an army. Uhtred was a loyalist to Edmund Ironside as Edmund was said to be one of the finest swordsmen in all of England. He was strong and had an iron will and all respected him, Viking or Saxon. Uhtred and Edmund would campaign together in Cheshire, but while Uhtred was away from his lands, Canute invaded Yorkshire. Although Uhtred and Edmund had bled together, Uhtred's first obligation was to his lands and people. He knew that he had no chance in defeating Canute, and history would repeat itself. Just as he paid homage to King Swain, he also did to his son, Canute. Uhtred was summoned to a meeting with Canute, and when he was on his way, he and 40 of his men were ambushed and murdered by Thurbrand the Hold, which Canute allowed. Probably due to Uhtred's wavering loyalty between Saxon and Viking, the slaying of Uhtred by Thurbrand started a blood feud that lasted for generations. Uhtred's son, Ildred, avenged his father by killing Thurbrand, but Ildred in turn was killed by Thurbrand's son, Karl. Ildred's vengeance had to wait until the 1070s, 
when Waltheof II, Ildred's grandson, had his soldiers kill most of Karl's sons and grandsons, the hatred between the families ran deep, and it all started with the murder of Uhtred. And so ends the tale of the real Uhtred. Bernard Cornwell, the writer of the Last Kingdom books, discovered that he was a descendant of Uhtred the Bold, and wrote the Last Kingdom as he was inspired by learning his ancestor was Uhtred. Uhtred lived amongst giants, Edmund Ironside, Swain Forkbeard, and Canute the Great to name a few. In the end, the politics of war and men led to his death, but he was no doubt a warrior who deserves remembrance. I hope you all enjoyed the video. If you did, make sure to like, subscribe and share, and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>